Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Today you have just me. And I say that just me because I usually have interviews on Wednesdays, but I didn't have anything lined up and actually... A few days ago, my husband and I got back from Mexico, which was amazing. It was so good to just get away, uh, the two of us. We haven't done that like a real, real vacation, just us in a while. And I say real vacation, meaning like somewhere tropical and you know, taking an airplane and all the things. But it was definitely, it was great to get away. Somebody said this before, um, that vacation is awesome, but home is best. And that is so true. Like, it's awesome to get away. But then, you know, you just miss your home. You miss your routine. You miss your bed. Definitely was missing the kids uh, a lot. And, uh, but it's funny. It's like, it's crazy when you are a parent that you get this like little piece sometimes, and then immediately you are snapped back into reality and all the duties of being a parent. So I want to talk about all of that today. What has been weighing on me or what has been something that I'm experiencing that I want to talk about, and I don't think it's talked about a lot, is the emotion of being irritable. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be happy all the time or a certain way and peace and calm and, you know, but the the reality is being irritable is a normal emotion and it's something I have been experiencing a lot. And in fact, last month, I was doing a really good job of tracking my emotions because I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I did an episode about this, but I am on a low dosage of antidepressants. I take sertraline, um, I brought the bottle. I'm actually recording this in my closet right now, which is how I started the podcast. And it should be an example um, to you that in order to start, it doesn't have to be perfect. And starting is better than not starting. And that goes to show you with anything in life that just getting your foot in the door in the right direction um, is is best. So I started this podcast in my closet and I like to record downstairs in my podcast room with my nice fancy mic, but that that 
you know, reality of recording down there all the time is not reality. (laughs) Um, My kids are home. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday before Christmas. And I think this is um, an emotion that uh, we're going to be talking about today, irritableness. Um, Being irritable is something that you're probably experiencing a lot of right now, especially before the the holiday season, Christmas. Um, But anyway, decided to record up here. I, um, I am on a low dosage. I thought I had the right bottle, but I don't. Um, I'm on, I think 0.5 milligrams of sertraline. And then I do usually just half of that. So I guess that's 0.25 milligrams of sertraline. This is something I took, I think I started taking it about 12 years ago. So I've been on it for quite some time. But last month, I wanted to try to start lowering the dosage and potentially come off of it. And I thought it was really important for me if I track emotion, my emotions to see what I have been experiencing. And um, I've noticed right before my period, without a doubt, the day before I get my period, Um, And I can always track, like, or always um, know when it is coming. But, like, this month it came a week early. And the day before I got my period, I was crying. That is, it happens every single time. So I think that's um, important right before that. um, So I usually cry the day before. Before that, I feel irritable or anxious. And what I've experienced, been experiencing a lot lately is being irritable. And that is a common side effect that they say that Google says, who knows, um, of coming off of an antidepressant. Now, I was starting to, you never want to do this coming off, uh, you never want to do this cold turkey. And I think that's really important. I think you should see a doctor. Don't take my advice. It's just my personal um, experience. And it's not something if you're on sertraline or any other antidepressant, um, always talk with your doctor. But for me, I was like, I'm going to start lowering the dosage. So I started lowering the dosage. Then I started doing every other day of just taking this lower dosage. And then I started doing like every three or four days. And I'm kind of on that three or four days. But the last couple days, I've just been feeling kind of like sad out of nowhere. So then I've been taking um, my antidepressant to see if it helps. But whether you are taking an antidepressant or not, I think it's very important to track your your mood and your state of mind just to see an overall... Um, get an overall feel of what you're going through and things that are triggering those emotions and realizing that you don't have to feel pressured to be happy all the time because that's just that's just not reality and the goal is to be happier most of the time but realizing that in order to be happy, you have to experience all these other emotions. So for me, also, I wanted to make a list of things that make me irritable. And so right before we went to Mexico, I was feeling like just super, super irritable. And then it was like, we go to Mexico and it was this 
sense of like relief of not having to worry about getting the kids ready in the morning, not having to worry about being at a certain place at a certain time, not having to cook, not having to worry about getting my workouts in all the time, not having to be, um, you know, everything for everybody else. Like it was so nice to have a conversation, multiple conversations with my husband without interruptions. And I know for some of you, you know, maybe you're your spouse is deployed or maybe they have a job that is very grueling and, you know, getting away like I did is not, um, not in your cards, but even like getting away for a night or even after the kids go to bed, scheduling time where it's just you guys, I think that is very, very beneficial. Or maybe you're single, just scheduling time to figure out what fuels you and journaling and, doing this podcast is my therapy. And that's why I hit record today because I was like, what am I going to talk about? I don't have anybody to interview this week. I was gone, um, didn't have anything scheduled. Um, And I'm like, I was going to talk about goals and it, it just didn't feel right. So I realized like, Lauren, some of the best episodes that you have is when you speak of what speak on what you're going through. And right now, what I'm going through is I'm I'm in this irritable <laughs> kind of phase. And tomorrow that may change too. And and that's okay. But right now I know I'm not the only one that is is feeling this, the the pressure that we put on ourselves, especially I feel as women, we put so much pressure on ourselves. So this morning I, when I was preparing for this episode, I like to have some preparation before I hit record so I'm not all over the place, but um, I made a list of things that make me irritable, and uh, one of the first things are my kids' emotions. That really, really affects me. When they are good, we are good. When they are cranky, you know, we are all affected by other people's moods. I feel this week my kids have taken turns. Uh, this week, getting back, it was like pure bliss, seeing the kids again and hugging and cuddling, and it was amazing. And then the next day, it's like back into reality, back into the schedule, back into, you know, just real emotions. And Oliver, he's our five-year-old, and he's just been kind of a, a pill this week. And the week before that, it was, you know, Charlie, they, they, they switch. But um, his emotions you know, affect me. And one of the things as a mom I'm going through right now is the constant need to be doing something fun with them. And it sounds so silly, but every single day after I pick up them up from the gym or school, the, he'll ask, that's the first thing he asks, what are we doing fun today? And immediately I am triggered by that question. Like, well, what am I going to do to make their childhood worthwhile and fun? And that's so much pressure that I'm allowing, allowing, you know, I had to write this down. And I, I told my husband this, that like, when he asked that, I'm like, uh, uh, automatically just put on, you know, this, this like, um, like this role of having to, I don't know, just be like a, a, a camp like counselor where not a camp counselor. Um, what are those people in camps that they do, um, like fun things? 
Uh, <laughs> is that a counselor? I don't know. But like this, this performer almost like, okay, we got to do something fun. And uh, when I was a kid, I remember just like going home and then, you know, my parents were working and like going out with my friends and having to make my own fun. And because, you know, he's at a stage where he's not in full-time school, he will be in kindergarten next year. But like, having to do something all the time. And when I was journaling this morning, I was like, that is not reality. Like I am allowing him to feel this way. And this is a conversation that we have almost every single day. I say, you know, Oliver, this is when we do something fun, that is a privilege. That is a bonus that we you know, can go home and we can create our fun. And it's up to you to, you know, play with your toys and use your imagination. But it's like this conversation we have to have over and over. And I realize I have to take the pressure off myself to stop being, you know, I don't know, this like amazing person for every single, every single person in my life. And that's just, it's just not, reality. And this is something that I'm working through and, you know, not something that I've completely figured out right now, but it's realizing that we can, we can create our own, own joy. And I, it's my responsibility to teach my kids that, you know, we don't get to do something all the time. We don't, always get to go to these indoor play places and we don't always get to go to the park because now my son is expecting it and that's that expectation that he has that takes the excitement out of the experience because we do experience it so much that it's just like oh another day and you know something that has to happen in order to make the day great and that's not reality so I'm working through that if you're a parent and you have any advice or um, things that you do to help with this that would be great but he's also um, you know my more active son where he constantly needs to be stimulated and, um, you know, he's a, he goes all the time, go, go, go. And I'm not that person. Yes, I do like to go, 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 but I also like to relax. And for me, um, because, you know, our kids are different people, um, that can be draining for me is having to feel the pressure of always, doing. And then when we do do things um, and when it's not going as planned, if there's a meltdown, I feel unappreciated. I feel like, well, we should have just went home where, you know, um, I would have felt more comfortable and um, then I wouldn't have felt so, so drained. Um, Another thing that makes me feel irritable is the pressure I put on on myself. That goes back to the kids, the pressure of having to fit into this mold of what a perfect mom looks like. Hey, before we continue with the show, I want to talk to you about something that you might not think about too often, but it is vital in keeping you and your family safe, and that's insurance. In today's hectic world, we women have so many roles and things on our plate. Our to-do list seems to get longer and longer. 
Rachel Davenport, the principal agent at LH Griffith and Company, understands because she is a wife and mother herself. Rachel can assist you with all of your insurance needs, whether it is trying to find the best deals on auto insurance, helping select the most appropriate home insurance coverage, or helping you protect your family with health and life insurance. Rachel does it all. We know what a headache it can be to select the best insurance. So to save yourself precious time and energy, give Rachel Davenport a call today for all your insurance needs. Her number is 864-828-0579. That's 864-828-0579. Or find her on Facebook at Rachel Sells Insurance. All her information is in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. So I'm kind of in this, I'm definitely in the, you know, each season of life has, you know, a purpose. And I'm definitely in this winter season, my hermit stage, where when I, in September, in the summer, I was gearing up for my big, big conference. And every single night I was working on my computer, every single you know, minute I had, I was working. Every spare thought I had, it was to make the conference great. And now I'm kind of like on the opposite end. I am really like just in this phase of like, now I can kind of like relax at the end of the day, which feels so good. And I know this time is so important for when I gear up to do another conference or another busy stage in in my life. But right now it feels so good to just chill, but I still have these these pressures that I put on myself. Should I be doing something else? Should I have be having another meetup? And at the re- at the end of the day, I have to ask myself, well, is this going to make you feel better or is this going to add more stress to your life? Are you putting this on your schedule just so you can say that you are doing something and you're accomplishing more in your business? Or at the end of the day, are you going to feel more drained? And, you know, a lot of the, the um, answers that are coming up are you're going to feel more drained don't do it. You're going to feel more drained. Don't do it. So I'm actually taking a lot of stuff off um, my schedule. The last meetup I did, I think was in October, Um, maybe, maybe October, (sighs) October, November. I want to say October. Um, Yeah, October. So I haven't done a meetup. I usually try to do a meetup once a month, um, every other month. And then to be completely transparent, I was going to do a vision board meetup and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's more, it's almost Christmas time. And then, um, we have new years and right before new years, I like to create my vision board and I will create my own vision board, but I liked, uh, um, last year I had a meetup on this and I'm, I'm kind of like going back and forth of like, well, you want to have this meetup, but you know, it takes a lot of planning in order to do it. You, yeah, I have to make images on Canva and I have to put it on Facebook and I have to collect money and I have to schedule where I'm going to do it and I have to get all the materials for it. And as much as I love to do it, is this a, a point in my life right now where this is going to be, you know, harder for me or, or not? So, I'm weighing out that. So if I have one, that's great. If I don't, I'm going to take the pressure off myself. 
Um, other things that make me feel irritable is like lack of time, lack of time to do the things that I want to do. And that might be your case. Like right now, it's like we have all of these other things on our schedule. Not for me personally, because I've I've taken a lot of things off of my schedule. But maybe for you, maybe it's work parties right now with Christmas. Maybe it's gathering with, you know, more friends and family that you haven't seen in a while. And because you have all of those things on your schedule, you are having um, less time to do the things that really fuel you up. Or maybe it's just resting. You're just dying for a nap and you're like, I have to go to this party. I, I can't. Or I have to prepare this appetizer or this dessert so you're not able to. Maybe that's causing you to feel irritable. And the reason why I'm listing all the things that make me feel irritable is because maybe you don't know why or you're feeling a certain way. And then you're listening to mine. You're like, oh yeah, that is what is making me feel irritable as well. So I hope this list is helping you. Lack of sleep. Um, Lack of sleep is a huge one. When I don't get enough sleep, I get cranky and that might be your case. Um, Coming back from this trip, I realized like I've been so damn tired this week. Uh, Going to bed a little bit later, having to wrap presents um, and then the kids are waking me up early. One morning, Charlie woke me up. He's our two-year-old and he was just in the worst mood and just set my day off, not in the right direction. He was like literally like... um, pushing his head into like my head and my body and like squirming and I'm like oh and then you know I was just I was tired so lack of sleep um and just lack of doing things that I enjoy like being able to go to Mexico was such a blessing and I'm extremely fortunate for that and to have parents close by to watch the kids for the longest time I didn't have that And I'm so, so grateful for that. And um, it's just really important to put things on the schedule that you do enjoy, whether it's a workout, whether it's as simple as taking a nap. I love my naps and I don't get them all the time. And when I do, I I really do enjoy them. Um, Maybe it's talking to a friend you haven't talked to in a while or going for a walk, but putting more things um, on the schedule that you do enjoy. So I created this list of things that make me irritable. And then I also came up with solutions because, you know, it's it's our job to figure out what is causing these emotions and to get to the bottom of them and then hopefully have some type of solution in place where we can pull ourselves out of this emotion. Um, And some days that's way easier said than done. For me, spending less time on social media really helps. Um, It's so easy to be triggered by what is going on in other people's lives. And, you know, when I see somebody else like, I don't know, just like, When I'm feeling irritable and I see like all these people like accomplishing things on social media, that is a trigger for me. Like right now, like I said, I'm in this like winter phase. I'm in this like this comfort phase of just like really just slowing down. And when I see other people, people that um, I look up to and they're 
like in this accomplishing phase, I can be triggered. So it's important to me to realize that they have their down phase too and they're their um their less busy stage and it's important to me that I don't feed into that and realize that social media is an illusion it is what people want us to see and I need to focus on my own life and in order to do so I need to spend less time on social media I made a limit that I can only spend an hour on social media a day um that's between Facebook and Instagram I haven't um, gotten into the TikTok um, as much as the pressure I feel too as a business owner. I just, I can't do one more thing and I'm going to alleviate the pressure of um, what the outside world is telling me to do and I'm not going to do it right now. But anyway, so I rarely, rarely go on Facebook. I am more interested in Instagram, but um I spend, I try to, I'm not perfect at this. Sometimes I put in my passcode to go over on social media, but I realize the days that I spend less time on social media, I am happier. Um, and I'm taking today off of social media because I don't need it. I don't need to know what is going on in everybody else's life. So that's a solution for me. Maybe it's a solution for you. Maybe your, your vice is, uh, YouTube. Maybe you spend too much time reading the news or celebrity magazines or whatever it is. Maybe you're like, oh, can I spend less time doing that? And if so, is it affecting my mood in um, a better way? Um, Talking about it, talking to you right now is helping me. And I have no doubt in my mind that I'm not the only person that feels this. So it really helps me knowing that I can potentially help somebody else who goes through this common emotion. Um, telling my husband, my husband was like, what's wrong yesterday? And I'm like, I'm just feeling irritable, man. You know? And he's like, okay, what do you, what do you need? Um, and I have such a supportive husband and I'm like, you know, I need to take a nap right now. Okay, go take a nap. Um, I need to, I need help wrapping these, these gifts. Okay. I can help you. And I know that not everybody is in, that type of relationship and has a spouse that is so helpful, but I'm very lucky and, um, asking for help, um, you know, is something that helps me and is a solution for me. Um, (laughs) this next one is, I don't know, kind of funny is realizing it's not always you. Sometimes it is them. So my kids, realizing like I'm not in the wrong right now. I am not the bad mom that I am feeling right now. My kids are just being stinkers right now. They're just being ungrateful right now. It is not me. It is them. And I had to do some reflecting on this and realize like, you know, their brains aren't fully developed. So there are some times that they're going to act. There's a lot of times, in fact, that they are going to, um, act a certain way. They're going to be annoying. They're going to be, you know, throwing tantrums and left and right. And I'm going to be dodging, you know, mean comments and things like that. And, you know, just knowing that I was a kid too. And I look back at some of the things I said and done, I'm like, oh, you know, but realizing I was a kid and I'm the adult 
and now, and I'm on the other end of it. And sometimes I just have to be like, Lauren, it's, you're not a bad mom. I have to tell myself all this, this all the time. You're not a bad mom. It is not you. It is the phase that they're going through right now. It's the stage. It's the age. Um, and the other day, like I was rocking Charlie to bed and I was feeling this guilt, this mom guilt. And I said, stop. I had to stop what I was feeling. And I had to list all the things that I did that day that made me a good mom. Okay. I packed them a healthy snack. I made sure that they have a lunch tomorrow that they're excited about, but also has, you know, things in it that is going to make me feel good. That is because I know these are the foods that are going to help their brain. Um, I, I made sure that their clothes were cleaned. I told them a million times that I love them. I, you know, I hugged them. I, you know, put on Christmas music to make their, their childhood, you know, a joyful one. And I had to list all these little things that I did in order to make me realize you are a good mom. Stop telling yourself that you're not. And, um, Again, I know I'm not the only one that that goes um, through that. Doing less um, helps me. When I have way too much on my schedule, that makes me really irritable. And I'm doing a lot, a lot less these days. Um, One of the areas that I'm struggling is like my friendship, my friendship category is I am focusing a lot on my family right now. And then, you know, second to that is, is my business. And then third to that is, is my friendships. And, you know, there's a lot of girlfriends in my life I haven't seen in a while. I haven't really texted a lot. I haven't, honestly, I haven't had, you know, the energy and, Sometimes I feel feel guilty about that because these people mean so much to me. But I have to realize like I'm in the stage where I'm raising really, you know, I'm, they're young. They're young boys and they require so much out of me that I don't always have so much to give. And when I'm in the state of feeling irritable or in a funk, I only have so much to give to other people. And I feel like sometimes... My friendships are definitely on like the back burner, but I am choosing to give myself grace um, during this time and realizing that the friendships that are really important will stick around. And, um, you know, a lot of the friends that I have, you know, understand and um, I'm just going to go with that. Um, This is another huge solution for me. So if you listen to the intro of intuitive eating that I did like two weeks ago, you would have heard that I struggle with the scale. Um, Through the month of November, I chose to put the scale up and that really helped me, helped my mood. Um, And now being back from Mexico, it's December, it's a new month. I was kind of getting the habit of weighing myself for the past four or five days. Today, I weighed myself again and I was like, I'm not doing this. This is taking the joy out of the season of, of Christmas. We all know that we like to eat comfort foods. We like to eat cookies. Um, 
Last night we ordered pizza. I had some wine. I um, made the dough for cookies. I didn't end up making the cookies, but I personally, I love the dough so much more. So I had the dough and then I thought it was a good idea to weigh myself, um, this morning because it's been such a ritual in my life. It's hard to break that. And I was definitely going in the right direction in November where I put the scale up and I wasn't weighing myself. And, um, now that the scale has been back down, I've been getting back into that routine and that's not a routine that I want to fall back in. So, um, I put the scale back up somewhere high and I'm not going to weigh myself, um, definitely not before Christmas, maybe, um, set a schedule in place for January, but I realizing this is, this is something I'm working through and I hope to record a podcast when I've figured it all out. But, um, you know, starting my day with weighing myself is, is not something that I'm proud of and letting it affect my mood is not something I'm proud of. And I'm working through this. And the best way I know how to do that is by not doing it and setting that boundary and putting that scale up. And I want to enjoy this season. I want to eat the things that I love to make during this time of year without the guilt. And we talked about this in in that podcast and uh, about the anti-diet and intuitive eating and, you know, not feeling the pressure. But my reality is not that. It's I have to retrain my brain and retraining my brain means putting that scale up, not weighing myself and then saying, Lauren, you love to make like, I love to make puppy chow during this time of year. That's like the rice cereal and you coat in peanut butter and chocolate and powdered sugar and it tastes so good. Um, I love making almond flour chocolate chip cookies. That's what I made last night. I made the dough. I'll be making them later today. I love making the pretzels with the Hershey kiss in the middle and then the M&M. I love um, making like peanut butter cookies with the Reese's peanut butter cup in the middle. That brings me joy. It brings me happiness. I love, I love my sweets and it's like nostalgia during this time of year. It's it's something I get to do. I enjoy it. And I don't want to feel the guilt of being up a couple pounds during this time of year when that is such a special time to have those things. It's not something I get to, or, you know, I do all the time. And I want to be able to enjoy that, that season and enjoy that season with my kids and not being like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be up a few pounds. I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. It does make me irritable and I'm choosing not to. And, um, you know, I, I want you to know, I tried to be as transparent in this podcast as much as possible. I'm not perfect. I'm not the, you know, uh, positive all the time. And I think that's what makes me a more relatable personal growth coach is because I have my own things that I am working through. And I feel like that's why I'm able to relate to my clients so much is because I go through those things as well. I experience these things and I'm so good at giving advice and helping other people 
work through their things because I have to work through my own shit all the time. And really putting pen to paper this morning was was so therapeutic and talking to you about it is so therapeutic. So I hope this episode helps you. My advice for you right now, make a list of things that make you irritable. Maybe it's something completely different. Um, One of the things too, I forgot to mention is when my house is a freaking disaster, it makes me so irritable. So asking for help um, and with cleaning or, you know, having a system in place may help you as well. But organizing, making a day to organize your life and your things, um, might be your solution. But anyway, make a list of things that are making you irritable right now and come up with your own solutions because when you can figure your own shit out, oh my gosh, like I started off journaling this morning with a problem. And then I had to get down to the problem of what was what was creating this problem worse. And then I had to, um, didn't have to, I got to come up with solutions of how to make this problem less of a problem. So hope that helps you put pen to paper. I'm rooting for you. I hope you have an amazing Christmas, amazing holiday season. I um, want you to think about what you can leave behind in 2021, what you want to leave behind and in this year so you can start the new year year fresh. Um, If this podcast has done anything for you, the best gift you can give to me right now is leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That is the best gift you can can give me. Um, I am so appreciative of those. I got a message from a woman. um, Shout out to Judy, if you're listening. She sent me such a heartfelt message about how I inspire her. And it felt so good. I took a screenshot of it and I saved it into an album of, of just positive messages that I received because on the days of doubt, I read those messages and They make me feel so good and they remind me why I should keep going. And these reviews remind me why I should keep going. So if you could take a second out of your day to leave a review, um, Google it. uh, If you don't know how to on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to me. If you already left a review, you can leave um, another one. And um, yeah, so remember you guys, you got this. You're not alone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.